Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Jill Biden says she's sick of people that treat politics like a sport. Well, the people running around trying to blame Ron DeSantis for every little thing that happened and the big things that happened are doing just that. The trajectory of the storm changed multiple times. As a matter of fact, if you were watching what they affectionately were calling the spaghetti trajectories, there were there were patterns, maps that showed it making a hard hook left and heading up towards the panhandle, a hard hook right going over Miami, some straight through Orlando, some models having it make landfall first in Tampa, not the southwest tip of Florida. There were evacuation orders. Ron DeSantis invoked the state of emergency days ahead of this. Days. It's like if you in, if you enact the state of emergency too soon, well, he's doing it too soon. He's causing a panic. If you do it too, too late, well, he's doing it too late. And now you've got Kamala Harris saying, well, we've got to approach this from equity. And we're going to get into all of that. We have a lot of things to get to. There's going to be no slowing down or ramping back in. We're going to go full speed ahead as we do every single day. But I'm not going to do what I know a lot of people in my, oh my God, I was, I was so afraid for my life. I just, you know, it's all about me. I was in no danger. I was in no danger. I was just visiting family in Kissimmee. I was in a hotel. Safe from the storm. Just going to tell you that. I was not in any danger. There was a moment, I will tell you this, that about midnight, 1 a.m., look out the window and down at the pool, there's a guy in the pool. And it looked like he was naked. It looked like he was trying to, like, live stream himself, like, running around the pool, flailing his arms, jumping in the water, swimming around, jumping back out, flailing his arms. And my daughter goes, that guy's naked. My wife's like, no, 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 he's got, he's got... He's got salmon-colored shorts on. Um, She's like, no, he looks pretty naked. And the next day, I went down to the front desk, and I had to ask a question. I said something about it. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, naked guy in the pool. Like, yes, sir, we got lots of calls at the front desk that there was a naked guy in the pool. So naked guy in the pool, I don't know who you are, but everybody knows you were the naked guy in the pool, which I think probably if you have a YouTube channel or TikTok account, everybody else knows too. Not to make light of any of this. But now you have the environmentalists jumping up and down. If we just passed another trillion dollar package, none of this would have happened. And you people need to stop preying on this stuff. I don't know a single person of faith, of any faith, that thinks praying makes everything perfect. Faith in God, God works in mysterious ways, all that sort of thing. But that doesn't mean if you just pray. But these people put an absolute faith in government. If we just pass another trillion-dollar stimulus package, we can control the weather from all for all time. I hate to break it to you. Hurricanes happen. And if you look at the data, there's really they're really unchanged. Well, they're getting more destructive. They're not getting more destructive. We just keep building more things in the path of hurricanes. 
There's more people. There's more stuff. There's more infrastructure in the way of the hurricanes. The hurricanes are not getting any more dangerous than they ever they ever were. But this is what the alarmists do. They scream and they yell. Ah, oh, we just we gotta spend. We're saving the world. Inflation Reduction Act. Something grotesque is happening right now. And the media, the media is now starting to turn its attention to Ron DeSantis. Let me just say this. Let's just say Donald Trump gets convicted. The only thing that's going to happen is that all of Trump's momentum, if he were to actually be incarcerated, I don't believe he will be, anything that happens, any attempt to continue using lawfare to keep Trump from running is just going to shift some energy to DeSantis. MAGA is not going away. America first is not going away. Conservatism is not going away. Constitutionalism is not going away. Federalism is not going away. You have one reporter after another, and they're not send, They're really not sending their best and the brightest to talk to this man. Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is a very smart man and a very articulate man and a very competent man and a very capable man. And these dopey reporters that keep trying to trip him up and ensnare him are failing one by one. But the Associated Press had a piece. And even though I was technically on vacation, I still find myself grabbing my phone or whatever and sending myself articles for, for, for use even to the chagrin of my wife and kids. That's just the job. That's what we do around here. But the Associated Press had a very interesting piece. Headline, DeSantis drops provocations for now in response to Ian. And basically they're saying now, now Ron DeSantis, well, let's just listen to some of the language of this. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has whipsawed his way through the national conversation this month, first by putting migrants on planes or buses to Democrat strongholds, then shifting to a more traditional role of crisis manager as one of the strongest hurricanes to ever hit the U.S. barreled into his state. Facing re-election in November that could be a precursor to a presidential campaign, the approach has been awkward at points. Navigating one of his state's darkest moments, DeSantis, a Republican, must partner with a Democratic president. He has spent the better part of two years demeaning. Well, didn't this happen with Trump and COVID and New York? Didn't Donald Trump essentially bear out, bail out, a bumbling, corrupt governor named Andrew Cuomo? Wasn't it Trump that sent Navy ships to New York and California? And part of the problem with that is, you see, you don't get elected in New York by saying, you know what, we might actually have to have resources to prepare for these things. And I will say this as far as the city goes. Mike Bloomberg, and I'm just being an honest man when I say it, was a competent man. He's a, he's a grotesque elitist who thinks the little people are just there to be managed. But after 9-11, he had plans. They stocked up on PPE. They studied how, how, how a, a, a virus could spread through the city. They began stockpiling 
necessary items like ventilators. Andrew Cuomo didn't even seem to know that they were there. They had a plan. But once he left office for de Blasio, those plans went to the wayside because it was more important to spend on woke, right? You don't get elected for the most part by coming in and saying, you know, if the choice is fund giving a grant to the bisexual uh, Hispanic heritage interpretive dance company or saying maybe we ought to bolster our ability to set up emergency mobile hospitals. Nobody wants to hear that. When's that going to happen? This is now. We have to fund the bisexual Hispanic Heritage Interpretive Dance Company. That's right now. It's Hispanic Heritage Month. Tacos for everyone. Remember Trump sitting in front of the taco bowl? That was the ultimate insult. Calling all Hispanics tacos, that was just a misspeak. But nobody wants to hear that stuff. When you're campaigning in a place like New York City and New York State, all the little constituency groups want their little thing. Coming along and saying, hey, you know, these things in the grand scheme of things aren't really important. We have to think bigger than, no, 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 no. But now they're saying, oh, well, you know, look at DeSantis. He has to partner with a Republican, a Democrat president that he's been criticizing. Did Andrew Cuomo ever stop criticizing Trump? Even when Trump was delivering for Cuomo, he was still criticizing him. Yeah, thanks for the Navy ship, duh. And all those COVID vaccines, duh. Every night, we watched an Andrew Cuomo press conference where he bashed Trump as Trump was delivering what New York apparently was lacking. See, I... I the, to get to the end of this, I'm just going to tell you we should get rid of FEMA. Oh, my God. What? Yes, get rid of FEMA. Get rid of FEMA. All those resources should be in the states. We don't need central planners showing up after the fact going, oh, here's what you need. Florida knows what they need. They don't need avalanche preparedness. Colorado needs that. Colorado might need avalanche preparedness. Or blizzard preparedness. Colorado probably doesn't need hurricane preparedness. Florida needs hurricane preparedness. Louisiana needs hurricane preparedness. South Carolina, Georgia needs hurricane preparedness. North Carolina, Texas, Alabama, Southern Alabama. The chances of Florida being overrun with a blizzard? Not likely. But they're saying now, look at DeSantis. Look at DeSantis. He has to go to the federal government. He's gladly accepting federal aid. You know, conservatives don't like federal aid. Well, you paid for it. Did the fine people of Florida who paid their income taxes, do they not deserve the guarantee of the aid that they paid for through their taxes? These are taxpayers. And yes, this was a once-in-a-lifetime storm that hit South Florida. And I'm watching Ron DeSantis 
stand tall as a leader and these idiot ankle biter reporters eh, did you did you did you call for the the, the 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 state of emergency too soon or the evacuation order too late what's the right time what's the right time CNN reporter what's the right time MSNBC reporter you I mean you're all experts right no one's allowed to question journalists they don't have to be experts on anything they just have to be cynics skeptics and contrarians but you called too early. You called too late. It was too early. It was too late. Someone show me the Democrat governor that's really kind of nailed it. Because I remember Hurricane Katrina. Remember Hurricane Katrina? I remember Hurricane Katrina. Remember the, the idiot mayor, Ray Nagin? We watched as the evacuation buses were floating away. Nobody said, well, look at this. Look at, look at the mayor. Look at the governor. They had a Democrat governor at the time. Meany didn't blame the governor. See, it's a Republican. They don't believe in global warming or global cooling or climate disruption. Every time there's a hurricane, they want you to think that's the first hurricane that's happened. And it's happened because of the combustion engine. It would take you five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. Even the idiots on the hurt, I mean, The View could do this. Actually, you know what? A great resource. Want to know a great resource? I've used it for, for years. Tulane University. Tulane University has an extensive hurricane history of New Orleans, dating back to 1759. And the destructive hurricanes that have battered the Gulf Coast since the 18th century that have nothing to do with the combustion engine that wasn't even invented yet. How is it happening? How could there be hurricanes in New Orleans if there were no cars on the road? Well, there are also no roads either. But this federal aid. Federal aid. But together, the developments over the past two weeks offer insight into how DeSantis might govern if he wins another term as governor or advances in a 2024 presidential contest. He's willing to use and potentially exceed the raw executive power of his office to pick America's most sensitive divides on issues like immigration. What does this have to do with the hurricane? Nothing. This is just an Associated report and Press report having to get the digs in. In a sudden moment of disaster, however, he's capable of striking a more unifying tone in a way that former President Donald Trump, once a close ally and now potential 2024 rival, rarely demonstrated. Really? Like I said, sending Navy ships. Sending in the military. Helping New York with resources. At the end of the day, I view this as something you've got folks that are in need and Local and federal state, hey, we need to work together, DeSantis said at a briefing late Thursday, taking a more, far more conciliatory tone toward an administration he bitterly criticized just days earlier. He expressed his appreciation that FEMA has approved every request for aid that he has made and said that he welcomed the agency's director to travel with him to view the destruction. Well, again, if you take resources from a state, then you say to the state, well, you know, you should show us gratitude. Show you gratitude, gratitude, when we give it back to you. What do you mean? What, what, what does that even mean? When the federal government sets up an agency that requires a tax on the states, Department of Education, Housing and Urban Development, whatever it is, 
But now, gladly accepting federal aid. There's no gladly accepting federal aid. The states pay for the federal government. We could severely, severely restrict the budget of FEMA and return those resources to the states so the states can individually better prepare. Not waiting around for the federal government to sweep in. But that's where we are now. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. All things to the federal government, the Hunger Games tocracy, to the capital city, the central planners, they'll tell you what you need. Shut your mouth and pay your taxes. And Kamala Harris just sounds like a moron. She just sounds like a moron. Well, this is about this is about equity. This is about equity. That's a good time to talk about it, right? This is about equity. We have to bring race into this. Race, climate change, anything and everything. Don't fix the problem. It's like, has, has anyone seen this stupid new commercial for Virgin Atlantic Airways? Where now, every employee of Virgin Atlantic and the flight crew can choose a uniform based on their gender identity. Let me ask you something. What's more important? The flight crew choosing its uniform or being able to fly the plane? Is it important? That men who want to see themselves as women get the uniform of their chosen gender and express all the expect all the passengers to uh, address their pronouns, or is it more important that the pilots can take the can take off and touch down? I would say it's more important that the plane actually flies. Who cares about the uniforms? But this is the idiocy. Wines at six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program will never be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.